0: Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise One mobile studios aboard the Carnival Fascination here in
1: Jacksonville, Florida, you're listening to Cruise Radio. I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and become a fan of our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cruiseradio. And since you're becoming a fan of things on Facebook, uh, we're trying to keep the cruise terminal here in Jacksonville,
0: and we have a page dedicated at that. Just go to Facebook.com and search Keep Cruise in Jacksonville. It's one of the many reasons we are, in fact, aboard the Carnival Fascination, which does sail out of Jacksonville.
1: Good show. Today we'll be talking to the chef, also the hotel director, and the assistant cruise director. And is this right? What, Squishy? That's his name, Squishy. Squishy. Interesting. First,
0: Stuart on the Cruise Guide, joins us as always. Welcome, Stuart.
1: Hey, Matt, and
2: I know Doug's hiding back there somewhere.
0: Hey, man. <laughs> Lots of different stuff to cover today. First, Delta changes its frequent flyer program i guess traditionally they've actually charged uh, the passengers for redeeming their frequent flyer miles is that right
2: yeah actually what, what's very interesting is with the dawn of the internet before the internet actually when you wanted to redeem your miles you had to wait for a certificate to arrive in the mail and you know there was a little bit of people involved now everything is computerized that even though that uh, with the convenience of the internet they still charged you money in fact they charged you big money sometimes up to the tune of $75 per ticket to issue tickets using your own air miles. But thankfully, Delta got smart, and uh, effectively, uh, as of June, they have essentially will not be charging uh, booking fees for award ticket redemptions, Hmm. even for the last-minute bookings, which could have been up to like $75 per person.
0: That's great. And
2: then, see, this is important for people going on cruises, because less than 30% of people that go on cruises that require air, use the air from the cruise lines. They do it themselves. They use their frequent flyer points. So you know, if you're a family of four and you know you're saving $150 uh, or, or $300 in ticketing these uh, certificate fees, it adds up. And you know, if your trip cancels, um, you know they would charge you, you know, maybe $150 to make changes or redeposit these certificates back into your account if you're not using it. So uh, those have been done away for their uh, frequent travelers. But it's Uh it's very good news for cruisers. That is good.
1: Very cool. Stuart, did I hear you right earlier? You said a company is going to start selling prepaid Internet cards for uh, at-sea use.
2: Actually, there's an interesting story. Uh, The company that supplies the Internet, uh, uh, the Wi-Fi, on board the cruises uh, is called MTN, and they're actually putting together a program where people are going to be able to buy uh, prepaid calling cards for the Internet through their travel agents. Which, I mean, they're going to have rates uh, starting as low as 20 cents per minute uh, for their high volume users, which is good news considering the lowest right now is probably around 40 cents per minute. And without a plan, uh, you know, on some cruise lines, it could be anywhere from 75 cents per minute to a dollar. So that'll be a big savings. And here we're talking about, I mean, more than 165 cruise ships. Are equipped with uh, MTM uh, equipment, so uh, we'll, we'll see where this goes, and we'll certainly have some more information next week.
0: All right, I'm pretty excited about this because soon on Royal Caribbean ships, we could see characters like Shrek, Fiona, Puss in Boots, and uh, many other DreamWorks characters. Really aboard You're the excited ship. about it? I'm very excited. Okay, I love the DreamWorks animated films. I know you films. do. You
2: know, but I, I will tell you that <laughs> Disney is a different story. Right. <laughs> Disney is a floating <laughs> Disney resort. And people are going on for a Disney experience that's not about the characters. And here, you know, you're sitting by the pool, and you'll have the sun obstructed by some big ogre. And (laughs) then you have to watch out for, uh, you know, some donkey uh, on the poop deck. Um, But very important to understand is that Royal Caribbean is not doing this in reaction to what Mm. anybody else is doing, including, let's say, NCL with their uh, new partnership with Nickelodeon. They're not having a problem filling their ships, which is, is very important to understand. They're not doing that because there, there are some issues. They're doing it because they just want to further enhance the onboard experience for their passengers and, and do something that's unique. But the uh, diamond in the rough here is not the characters. It's the video library that they'll be able to have on you know in the, in the cabins, the programming, the movies that they'll be able to bring to the table to enhance the onboard experience further, not just for the kids, but also adults.
1: And uh, speaking of Disney, we got our first video peek of the Disney Dream. Now, this isn't uh, set for debut until, what, January of next year, but what can you tell us about it?
2: Well, we, we do know that it's going to be uh, it's, you know, an amazing ship. It will have the first um, ever uh, water coaster where, you know, you're going to be going around, uh, you know, the, the decks of the ship and actually hang out, you know, over 150 feet over the uh, the ocean. Um, But the the interior cabins with their LED screens that kind of give you an idea of what it looks like uh, outside. It's it's a very unique ship, uh, you know, 128,000 tons, and it's really going to mesmerize people. It's only going to carry 2,500 people, but again, it's going to have the motif that you've seen on their other two ships with, uh, you know, a throwback to the 1920s and 30s. But that's another floating Disney resort that's going to amaze people.
0: What's the latest with the oil spill and the cruise ships that uh, may or may not be affected?
2: Well, I mean, as of now, I mean, you know, the certain parts of uh, Louisiana and Mississippi have uh, started to see some of the uh, oil uh, popping up on their uh, shores. But uh, the cruise ships, uh, you know, sailing out of New Orleans, Galveston, Texas, and Tampa, Florida, as of this point, uh, have not uh, made any uh, complaints. Uh, ships are sailing on their normal schedules, uh, as well as uh, ships sailing uh, to to you know, the Keys uh, are not having any issues as of yet, thankfully.
1: Are the ships having to alter their courses at all? Uh, they've
2: made no mention of, of any course directional changes.
0: All right, very good. Thank you, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, who will be back with us later in the show with your Hot Deals.
3: If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel, or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio.
0: This week we are aboard the Carnival Fascination here in Jacksonville. Hit us with a few facts, Doug.
1: Well, it was launched in June of 94. It's the fourth of the Carnival Fantasy Class ships. Yeah. Uh, cost of $315 million to build. That eight, was back when? In 1994. So by today's standard that's, that's probably uh 150 billion dollars. <laughs> I have no clue. The Carnival Dream cost like about $700 million. Yeah, the Dream was seven forty to so build. So a
0: lot has changed yeah, since then, certainly.
1: Uh, big time. And the ship's 855 feet long. Which is pretty small, again, by today's standards. Yeah, the Carnival Dream is 1,004 feet long, so.
0: Thank you, Doug. We've learned an awful lot from you today. All right, smartass. Our first guest is joining us now, Hotel Director Alina Shefno. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. Tell us, first of all, about your background and what goes into becoming a Hotel Director aboard a
4: I've been uh, 12 years with the company, joined the cruise line in uh, 1998 as a bar waitress, actually. Uh So um, Carnival is a great company that allows growing and encourages actually human capital, values human capital accordingly. And I myself am an example of that. So I started in 1998 as a bar waitress, year 2000, changed department to Pursa. At that point, we had Persas, which are nowadays guest services. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 2005, I was promoted to a chief Persa, becoming entering the hotel director training in 2008.
0: What's the hierarchy? If you could explain, you know, the positions, who's in charge of who, and where the hotel director falls, and who you're giving orders to, or who, you, who you're taking orders from.
4: As a hotel director on board, I work side by side with the captain, and I respond to a senior vice president over in the head office currently actually that position is open but we have a guest uh, operations leader which has been recently implemented for this particular class of ship uh, and that is the person i will respond to directly and work side by side with the captain and the chief engineer
0: and are you uh, heading like for example the food and beverage director and the and the bar managers and stuff you dictate what they do you're the boss you're giving them the orders
4: <laughs> not really orders but yeah. work definitely overlook them mm-hmm. Uh, The hotel department on board holds um, approximately 85% of the team, including 17 departments. So I will overlook 17 department heads. The biggest one being food and beverage, Mm -hmm. counting approximately 500 team members. Second biggest one being housekeeping, 212. And then just counting from there on.
1: That's cool, because a lot of people think of hotel director, they only think of like the hotel, the lodging part of these, uh, the ship. So, Can you explain to us uh, or tell us your day-to-day routine?
4: No day is the same as the other one. <laughs> <laughs> they actually do do change, but overall, um, I'll be walking around, meeting with my department heads, checking what the challenges are for that particular day. We'll be going around depending uh, on the itinerary, depending if it's a sea day, depending if it's a pool day, I'll uh, focus, for example, poor days myself, I'll go around in housekeeping, it's a good opportunity to, to check the vessel, both guest and crew areas, because most of the guests are off. Sea days are very busy for us, so sea days I'll stick around next to food and beverage department, make sure our dining experience is at its best, as uh, Carnival is well known for that, and uh, then just interact with any challenges that we have for the day.
0: Do you find yourself doing a lot of paperwork?
4: It's an equal balance, I would say, mm-hmm. and I think a key of a hotel director is actually to maintain this balance between paperwork and the operation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot retreat too much into paperwork missing the operation, while also it is important to maintain the, the, the paperwork side of it, absolutely.
1: How many people are approximately underneath you?
4: Uh, let's see, of 896 total crew members, minus 100 tech.
1: And uh, is the turnover rate high on a ship like this?
4: Actually, not on the fantasy class. We, we're doing all right. We have about 20 to 30 team members overall, the sign-on, sign-offs, every, um, every U.S. board. Um, contracts are six to eight months, which gives us a good consistency of the team on board. That is, uh, that's a good point. Um, and we also have, um, if we actually have a look at our team members, the loyalty programs and uh, the retirement plan that actually Carnival has, being the only cruise line that does this retirement plan, we we manage to maintain a lot of the team on board, having a smaller turnover, which is good and beneficial for us. Get a lot of experience.
0: You're obviously very very busy. Do you get a chance to see all the ports?
4: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Do you really enjoy them. Absolutely. You have to, it's all about time management and mm-hmm. how you uh, how you manage obviously your time. And in the right. ports, it is a key to go ahead also outside. Where you know, I get asked questions from the from the guests and from the team. Uh, and since I overlooked them both, I'll have to have answers for them.
1: Your job seems very intense. Uh, do you? Is it a twenty-four-hour job? Like, could you get a call at three a.m. in the morning saying the hallway's flooding because of a toilet? Or do you work on shifts with another counterpart?
4: No, actually, it is a twenty-four-hour uh, mm-hmm. responsibility that comes along. Right. That's with not many floods. <laughs> <Right. Good. laughs>
0: she is the hotel director aboard the Carnival Fascination, and you are from Romania, right?
4: I am. I am indeed. Very
0: good. Alina Shefno, thank you so much for being with us.
4: All right, pleasure. Thank you.
0: After the break, we'll talk to the chef here aboard the Carnival Fascination,
1: and Doug will have some more fun facts. I am a robot, I read what's in front of me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Cruise Radio will return after these brief words.
0: Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise One.
1: Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise One. Or
0: how about the Mexican Riviera? Or
1: Cancun?
0: Or, or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or I how about a cruise, cruise around, around the whole world? Cruise one. I Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. I had to send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising cruise nation. One. has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com Number one in cruising
1: nationwide
0: Thanks so much for checking us out. We are, in fact, aboard the Carnival Fascination here in Jacksonville, Florida, with our next guest, Chef de Cuisine Trevor
3: Nugent from Jamaica. Welcome to Cruise Radio. Thank you. Chef, you give us a little background on yourself. I'm from uh, Kingston, Jamaica. Uh, We've been to the Jamaica Auto School of Culinary Arts. I also did some uh, refresher coast in the Johnson, Wales, with the Carnival Program. And uh, here I am on the Carnival Fascination. I've been working for the company for approximately 24 years. I joined Carnival when I, as a junior sous chef and I worked my way up to Chef de Cuisine. How different is working uh, as a chef aboard a cruise ship as opposed to in a restaurant on the mainland? Well, it's a little bit different. It's the same work as a chef, but uh, the turnover here is much faster and quicker than working on the mainland in a restaurant or in a hotel.
1: When you say turnover, do you mean like as far as employment goes for folks?
3: No, the um, the volume of food and stuff that you go through the items, etc. Gotcha. That's yeah. And speaking of the volume of food, how many meals are served each day? Oh, we're looking about ten thousand meals per day.
1: Could you give us some quick facts on like how much meat you go through uh, per sailing?
3: Yes, uh, for instance, we go through meats for sailing. If we say prime rib. We're doing like about uh, twelve hundred pounds per cruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, steaks, we go another 600 to another six hundred to seven hundred pounds per cruise. We're doing like about uh, 2,500 pounds of fish per cruise. <laughs> Eggs we're going like about, your, uh, let's see, uh, so 600 dozens per cruise. Right, this question always plagues me because uh, when I, or I
0: cruise and you know, you're know, you ordering whatever you want, as much of it as you want, how do you possibly prepare for those numbers and what people are going to order and how many entrees, how, how many lobster tail they're going to get? How do you possibly prepare that and keep it so hot and fresh uh, to, to
3: serve? okay we have a system which is set up what we call the highlight sheet the highlight sheet gives you a basic um, idea of how much percentage of lobster and fish you will use from time to time so you know exactly you will use uh, let's say 600 pounds of lobster for 1600 uh, 1600 portions you get like 600 pounds of lobster from that then you know from time to time it may be a little bit down maybe 20 pounds or forty pounds up more or less you take it from there so you know exactly that you use the lobster percentage would be like 65 to, to 70% of the meat you serve for that basic day. Have you ever run out of anything? You know, let's say everybody on the ship is ordering 10 lobster tail. No, we're not running into that situation because we have a thing that we call parstack. So, for instance, we know we're using $280,000 worth of food for 10 days. Mm-hmm. We also carry an additional $140,000, which we carry on parstack. And why we carry that is just in case of emergency, and we cannot get back to our home portfolio, buy more food we'll have enough food to last us for another three and a half days so if we know we use like uh, let's say we use uh, 1200 pounds of lobster for the 10 days we care like about 1800 pounds you are prepared
1: do you do your ordering and day to day uh, cooking on passenger demographics like who's coming on do you plan like that
3: no because we have a set menu so we go by the set menu so we know exactly what we're going to use and how much we're going to use and that goes back to the highlight sheet again right
0: From Jamaica, he is the chef de cuisine, Trevor Nugent. Thank you so much for being with
3: us. Thank you. Tell us about your cruise experience, good or bad, and you could be on the show. Call 1-866-874-7957 or email comments at cruiseradio.net.
0: The food and the eating, definitely my favorite part of cruising. That's why you're so obese. Morbidly obese. Mine
1: has to be the drinking. The hotel director just handed me this. Uh, Every seven days, they replenish your inventory. And uh, every seven days, they go through 12,500 cans of soda. Wow. 11,950 domestic and imported beers. Mm. 260 bottles of champagne and sparkling wines. Yeah. 1,210 bottles of wine. Listen to this. Uh 230 liters of vodka. Thirty oh. liters of gin, three hundred liters of rum, and eighty-five liters of tequila.
0: That's every seven days.
1: Every seven days to replenish it. Wheeze. Mm-hmm. And also a special treat here. Uh huh. I have the <laughs> yeah.
0: Can't wait for this. I
1: have the warm chocolate melting cake recipe. I'm going to put it on the website.
0: <laughs> are you next to Martha Stewart and uh...
1: an emerald section?
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> They're actually famous for that that dessert, aren't
1: they? Yes, they are. Yeah, it's so oh. good. Yeah. Excellent.
0: All right. Good. Our last guest is the assistant cruise director, Jamie Pian, who is from England, also known as Squishy. That's your nickname, Squishy. Welcome to Cruise Radio.
5: Thank you very much, and I love the English accent there. Yeah, cheers, mate. (laughs) Tell us about your background. Um, Well, I started with Carnival back in 2004. I actually started as a casino dealer. Hmm. I worked back home as a casino uh, supervisor, came out here, got quickly promoted up uh, in the casino to become a casino host. And then on my second contract, uh, cruise director Greg Hudson saw me in the casino and asked me to become a social host. And I thought about it, transferred across, and really enjoyed the sort of the change uh, to work with the entertainment department. And I've worked myself up to be the assistant cruise director now. So
1: walk us through a day in the life of an assistant cruise director.
5: Uh, my job is to work really closely. Uh, Trevor Block here, the cruise director. We work together to schedule activities all day. Uh, for the guests and keep them entertained, from when they wake up to when they go to bed, including things from games, trivias, uh, the Men's Hairy Chess competition, uh, to the music that goes around with a musical director, we schedule as much music as we can to make sure whatever you choose, we've got classical pianists on board, we've got uh, the show band that will do sets everywhere, we've got a Calypso band, a band from, uh, from Texas that play lots of great music, and it just keeps it insane and we got a team of great hosts, and we just make sure that the guests come out here and have fun.
1: Are the week-to-week activities planned according to who's coming? Say you have a retirement group coming, 1,000 retirement folks versus 1,000 spring breakers. Are the entertainment, the, the uh, weekly schedules going to stay the same, or are they going to differ uh, depending on who's sailing?
5: The majority of the time they'll stay the same. We'll look at the demographics coming on because we do get like if there's a big group coming on, we'll find out about it. And we can arrange separate things for them. But we can do that on the fly as well. If we find out we've got a big group that really enjoy doing more music-based stuff, we'll change our schedule and help them out and make sure they have a great time. So,
0: How long are your contracts?
5: About six months. So you do six months on
1: and for every month you work, you normally get about a week off. So I've just got back from a two-month vacation myself. Being on the ship so long, is it a stressful position to what you're in right now, as far as being an assisted cruise director?
5: Um, No, the, for me at the moment, it's a lot of training, hopefully to become a cruise director one day. So I'm sort of working very closely with the cruise directors that I go with and learning as much as I can with the aim to eventually being the cruise director on a ship. So
0: It seems like a melting pot of creativity. I'm just wondering... Uh, Do you find yourself babysitting or contending with a lot of uh, talent tantrums?
5: Um, No, not really. The, (laughs) The staff on here are great. We're just all out here. We're having a good time. We're the entertainment department, and we entertain ourselves as well as the guests. So there's... You make some really good friends and if somebody's having an off day, you're here to pick them up as well.
0: One thing we face a lot of is that when we talk to people, they have these preconceived notions about cruising and a little, little narrow-minded and they don't quite understand. There is definitely there's a different cruise for and something for everybody. What would you say to first-time cruisers and what they could expect?
5: Uh, Don't listen to Simon Cowell. We've got good entertainment on board. (laughs) As much as I see him on uh, America's Got Talent American Idol, then no, he doesn't know what he's talking about there. Um, Come on board. There is something for everything. We're increasing things all the time. Uh, The Fascination went through a dry dock recently. They put the big waterworks park on top. We've got the big water slide and the kids can have fun up there and the parents can have fun up there. We've got things like laser tag on board and a giant inflatable arena where they can run around shooting. We're always updating the activities, trying to give as much as we can. And if you just want to come on and relax, you can come on. We've got the Serenity Deck. Just sit there and read a book. So it's got something for everybody.
0: Tell us about the shows uh, that you all put on.
5: The shows, they vary from ship to ship. But here on The Fascination, we've got a couple of great shows. Uh, One called um, Far From Over. It's a tribute to the 1980s, which I just think is one of the best well that is the best decade some great music from there we've got the two singers on board the uh, full band and some great dancers just doing some amazing numbers from uh, the 1980s and then one with a Latin twist so called Hey Mambo then we get like we do a guest talent show so we get the guests up in stage as well and we get people fly on we've got some great comedians that work through carnival that will come on and entertain you as well
0: and of course for those who participate in the performances
5: you're offering them
0: high quality fabulous prizes aren't you
1: yes we do offer a 24 karat gold solid plastic trophy (laughs) nice i do have a listener question um what do the entertainment staff the staff members eat on board the ship and where do they eat because you're not clearly we don't see them up eating in the dining room with everybody else
5: the head chef on board they have a menu downstairs for the crew members that rotates on a 28 day uh, rotation and it covers just about every nationality through that rotation so there's always something they might have like um, Alina our hotel director they do Romanian chicken on the menu sometimes and for the English we've got fish and chips or London uh, dinner and there's lots of different theories and it's a a great menu so it's nice and varied The salad if you want to eat healthy and there's cakes. If you like me, you just want to eat dessert. <laughs> there you go.
0: From England, he is the assistant cruise director aboard the Carnival Fascination, Jamie Pien, or as everyone really likes to call him, Squishy. Thanks for being a cruise radio. Oh, it's my pleasure.
3: If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel, or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio.
0: And now your Hot Deals with Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy.
2: Now, every week we talk about some really good deals, and you know sometimes there's, there are deals that are just too good to be true. And, you know, we kind of call those the, uh, the snooze-you-lose deals. And sometimes the deals are too good to really pass up. And a really good example of that uh, was uh, Celebrity's Infinity doing uh, on 12, December the 5th, believe it or not, which is a 14-night repositioning cruise from Miami, Florida, down to uh, Valparaiso, which is uh, actually the port for Santiago, Chile, where it did a Caribbean, Panama Canal, and then a Western South America run. Again, 14-night cruise. With round-trip air from select cities starting at just $1,529 per person, well, we set this uh, on fire that it was such a hot deal that they actually kind of temporarily closed it out while they reassessed trying to reopen it. But the point is that, you know, when you see a deal that sounds really good, you've got to take advantage of it. Now, if you're still wanting, a lot of people, guys, are looking to go to Europe this summer but are being amazed at how expensive uh, the cruises are, and it's not so much the cruises as it is the airfare. But uh, a lot of people, again, using their air miles uh, you know, or, or using their miles to combine for upgrades, etc., um, will find some really good deals into September and October uh, aboard Royal Caribbean's Vision of the Seas, which is doing 12-night Eastern Mediterranean uh, round-trip out of Venice. So, you know, we've talked about the ships leaving out of Barcelona and Rome, but here's one uh, in Venice where it actually does an overnight in Venice, then it goes to Haifa, it goes to Ashdod uh, for Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, then it goes over to Egypt, where it stops in Port Said and Alexandria, uh, for Cairo and Giza, and then it goes to Odyssey, uh, Turkey, but the prices that were starting from twenty seven ninety nine. the prices right now are only starting from as low as $899 per person.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. What about
2: something closer to home, Stuart? I'm glad you asked that, because you know, there's <laughs> such a myriad of, of options from Miami, Port Everglades, That, uh, you know, as well as, you know, heading up to Alaska and, you know, one of the best deals still is the, uh, is NCL's Norwegian Pearl, where there are some deals from as low as $9.99, including round-trip air from select gateways. But, uh, you know, if you're looking for the Caribbean, I mean, Emerald Princess uh, doing seven-night Caribbean out of Fort Everglades, $649 per person on this beautiful four-and-a-half-star ship. Still, you know, there's still some very good availability on, on Celebrity Solstice, Oasis of the Seas, and then you know, heading up to Canaveral, uh, Carnival Dream. It's got some great deals uh, in the 799 range. That uh, you know, there's still some good availability for people to uh, get away. But people looking to take th- you know families for the cabins that can hold three and four, you guys are the ones that have to book uh, you know now because those cabins fill. Then they cut the availability to book those uh, cabins for uh, three and four. And you wind up having to buy two cabins. So the idea is book early.
0: Thank you, Stuart Shiron the cruise guy. You can find him at cruiseguy.com or follow him on Twitter.
1: You can also follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and become a fan of our Facebook page at facebook.com slash cruise radio. Contact us and you might find yourself on the next show. You can
0: email comments at cruiseradio.net or call 866-874-7957 if you've had a good or bad cruise experience or any travel story you'd like to share love to hear from you 866-874-7957 we do want to thank vance gullickson our good friend uh, from the carnival corporate office for helping us get on board today
1: and also sue and the entire embarkation team here at the cruise terminal in jacksonville we're going
0: to be in pensacola next week to find out all there is to do there now yes it is an ugly situation with the tar balls that are forming in certain beaches along the gulf coast But uh, that should not in any way stop people from going and visiting these really lovely cities. Pensacola is awesome, and we want to kind of take you there and find out all that Pensacola has to offer.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk to folks from visitpensacola.com. That's the tourism board over there in Pensacola. Also uh, trying to get the mayor of Pensacola on the show next week as well.
0: So we hope you'll join us for that show next week and really support all tourism here in Florida. For your next cruise booking, go to CruiseOne.com. That's Cruise O-N-E.com. From the Cruise One Mobile Studios aboard the Carnival Fascination here in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm Matt Basford, And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean?
1: Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the
0: Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or, or how about a cruise around the whole cruise world? I Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Had send you on your way. Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-ONE or find us online at CruiseOne.com. Number one in cruising
3: nationwide.